can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Well, now look, here we are. Uh, in the house is um, in the house is Ivan and um, Sue, and who's not here? Oh, I think the big fella's not here. Don. Don's Don's on long service leave. Is he? Yes. Does he have to uh, send through a certificate? He's no. He's <laughs> taken long service leave, and um, uh, we're not sure if he's when he's coming back or if at all. But he he'll probably advise us. Uh, but um, uh, he probably will advise us, won't he, Sue? You speak to him more than I do. What, how's he going? No, 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 he's just busy today. Busy? Yeah, he he's is. busy working yeah. today, so no. he's had some jobs on. Yeah, so yeah. that's it. So Don's on long service. Level. All right, so if he's busy today, he might be back next week then. He might be busy next week as well. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, he could so be. he'll uh, let us know. Anyhow, I'll we're going to stumble <laughs> along here. Now, Just I just want to do this first. In case you uh, haven't heard... There's a war going on in... I thought we should address this because uh, we speak about... Do you know today is National Plus Size Day in America? Plus size. That is, if you're a porker, they have denoted a special day to National Plus Size Day. Is that... Uh, They're slimming down, are they? Who knows? (laughs) Maybe they get together and who is the biggest person that can get their ass into a chair? I don't know what it is. But imagine having a national plus size day, and the reason I say that is because if you're paling that into insignificance, so there's a war going on in Israel and Palestine and Hezbollah and Hamas and Iran. Take your pick who the war's between. And I'm just going to say this: we have no skin in the game. We don't. Um, this is not a one-sided uh, thing about it. But um, why? So. Israel, the people, were 10 days ago in their houses in kibbutz and suddenly Hamas attacked them. Unprovoked attack. This is, I'm not taking sides here. Mm. And um, their stated aim, this is fact, their stated aim, uh, Hezbollah and Hamas and Iran, is to wipe Israel off the face of the map. That's when they were given the land in 1948 that's been going on since yep, then, to wipe exactly. them off the face, yep. get rid of the Jews. There's 15 million Jews in the world. Most of them, the majority of them live in New York. That is 7,500 and 7,000 live in Israel. Amazing. Hmm? Amazing. Amazing. And, you know, as a, sporadically they are around the globe. So that's their stated aim is to wipe them off the face of the earth. So they attempted to try and do that 10 days ago. And Israel said that their stated aim, if they're attacked, is they're going to obliterate Hamas from the Gaza Strip or whatever. So Hamas are with Palestine. Palestine, Hamas, Hezbollah and Iran. Hezbollah. And Egypt and anyone else. They are surrounded, Israel, by um, unneighbourly countries. So then uh, Israel struck back and have been bombing and strafing and killing, and they've just bombed, they think, a hospital, although they're not sure that uh, it was a Israeli r- rocket or, or bomb. They think it might have been a misguided Hezbollah bomb that went mm. astray, so that the jury is out. So now people are whinging. People are whinging that there's plenty of casualties, children, and old people and innocent civilians who are getting killed. Uh, Wow, would you believe that? Of course that's going to happen. If you decide to wipe a country off the face of the earth and the country who uh, you are trying to do that to fights back, the unintended consequences of war is that there'll be horrendous um, casualties. There'll be chaos. And there'll be chaos, which there is. And that's what's happening. Uh, why anyone would whinge about what's going on? You can whinge about it, of course, and it's sad and it's devastating. But in, if you're going to ask Israel to uh, have a ceasefire when these people started it, uh, you are just you are deluding yourself. So this is going to play out. And I noticed that Joe Biden, that dopey, stupid man who is probably complicit in most of this, 
he was going to make a visit to Israel. Um, lucky he's cancelled it, I think, because um, he would probably, he's so dopey and so out of it, he'd probably end up shaking hands with someone he didn't realise who wants to kill him. And uh, uh, he, him, and his, um, he, him, him and his crew of Kirby and Blinken and that stupid woman Kamala Harris and the dopey Joe Biden, they are complicit in all this because they've funded... They funded Iran with all. It's anyhow. So, so how can how can Biden fly into Israel when Australia can't get flights out of Israel? Like, what's the go there? No, Ivan, please. The president of the United States can fly anywhere can at he? any time. Of course he can, Ivan. Please. <laughs> uh, uh, it's this is not getting onto one one of Mister and Mister Joyce's aeroplanes that's that Mister Joyce graffitied for the no vote. Uh, had yes all over his planes, completely graffitied his planes. Maybe that's where the yes planes are. Over there. Uh, Mr Joyce, I notice, is over in Dublin. He's scarpered away from the country. He's been called to a Senate inquiry as to his handling of the airline. And he's uh, over there with Mr and Mr Joyce are on furlough over... Spending his millions. ...in Dublin, him and his husband. No, I thought, I thought it was funny how the Australian government said, oh, no, we can't get... The, the flights are delayed out of Israel, yet you could get a commercial flight straight into London and... Straight out of Israel. Uh, I don't Ivan, understand. The President of the United States can fly anywhere he likes at any time. So, so they will have great security. So uh, just finishing on the war, uh, you turn it on and they have interviewed, this is CNN, Fox News, the BBC, Al Jazeera, MSNBC. They have interviewed 8,000 people and they all say the same thing, that it's shocking what's going on and uh, the... The supporters of Palestine and Hamas, they say it's a disgrace what Israel is doing and Israel say exactly the opposite and it goes on and on. And um, uh, Israel say they warned the people in the Gaza Strip to leave because they're going to obliterate, uh, obliterate the, property, the, the Gaza Strip and the, the Hamas people have said, no, you stay there, don't leave your homes. And what happens when they bomb them? Oh, they're going to die. And uh, that's what's happening. So uh, the only thing that the uh, Israelis have up their sleeve is they have what's known as a nuclear bomb. And um, I tell you what, if it gets out of hand, just watch. If uh, they think they're about to be wiped off the face of the earth, God knows what will happen as far as that goes. Well, hang on, hang on. They're not silly, so they've got nine of these nuclear bombs. That's what I remember. Uh, Gaza is just 50 minutes away. Yep. You, you know, I might be uh, not that intelligent, but a nuclear bomb it goes a little bit big, doesn't it? Yes. Well, so they wouldn't do it in their own I, I, backyard. Ivan, we are just speculating and speaking <laughs> hypothetical nonsense here, but just uh, I don't think you can. I think you can make a nuclear bomb as devastating as you wish, can't you? You don't have oh, to have a yeah, huge right, okay. million megaton bomb. All oh, right, sorry, I don't know, yeah. but uh, the one that they dropped on Hiroshima, sorry, the one that they washed dropped on Hiroshima, I think. Uh, it, 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 while it flattened Hiroshima, it probably wasn't uh, in the range that you're yeah, talking okay. about. I, I don't know any of that, and if. And if it really gets out of hand, they might drop one on Iran before they get a nuclear bomb because Iran said that if they get a nuclear bomb, they would wipe Israel off the face of the map. So that's where we're up to. We're not taking sides, but uh, how, how people would be whinging about the casualties, uh, and maybe you can whinge about them, but that's what's happened. When one side says they want to wipe them off the face of the earth and the other people say, well, they won't and we'll get them out of uh, the Gaza Strip... Uh, so that's just our take on it. As I say, I don't know why people keep. Um, it's interesting. Pretty, over time. pretty simple. It's pretty simple. One wants to wipe the other out, and the other doesn't want to. So uh, uh, no rules. There are no rules. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, well, now, you had the Vietnam War, and that was the first yes. of the televised wars. Now this is the people you want to keep TikTok out of it as that dopey man that runs that country. How <laughs> he can parade around. How he can. The world, how America can allow him to parade on the world stage as the leader of the greatest nation on earth, they say. How they can let that man go around. No wonder people are taking advantage of everyone that America supports when they know that that person is in charge. They think uh, the Russians have taken uh, advantage of him, North Korea have taken advantage of him, Iran have taken advantage of him. It's just uh, why the people can't understand that. 
because it's all about keeping Trump away from it because they know what Trump would do. He would go straight to the <laughs> Iranians and he'd say, right, you tell your friends, your acolytes, your friends in Hamas and Hezbollah and Palestine, you tell them to back off or you'll be in trouble. And that's what he did the last time. Uh, so that's All right, that's this is pretty heavy. What else well, are we doing today? Uh, right, so it's national. I said it was national plus size day. Yes. Yeah, so did, um, what, what would you have a day to celebrate how obese people are? Well, why not? Well, well you, you, I discussed this with you not today, but I, uh, I think I saw you uh, a couple of days ago. I ran into you in the street. And you said um, um, that uh, you said aeroplanes now were taking less people because they can't fit porkers into the seats. Well, I always wondered Didn't why people uh, they're saying uh, the plane's booked out or f- it's full, and then they get on the plane and there's there's obviously seats available. Yeah. And I've worked out that it's actually going by weight. So if, because oh, Australians oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. are getting no, are, are, yeah. are so heavier. Living, so when the plane taxis and they have to say how heavy the plane is with luggage and the weight, weight of the passengers. Yep. Calculated. If you had a convention of porkers and they were flying to a <laughs> national pork, hamburger a day, pork convention in uh, <laughs> you know overseas, yep. and there was about uh, thirty of them, and the thirty of the people on the plane weigh, weighed as much as the three hundred normal citizens. You could only take thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't Some know. Some of them weigh six hundred pounds. Why do we celebrate a day when um, of something like this? But they don't actually celebrate people who keep fit and healthy, which is obviously keeps us uh, off the PBS and the medical system and healthier yep. people. They should be giving us rewards for keeping fit and healthy, for doing it, and having free memberships. Whereas, you know, they, they don't do it. They should be having a fat tax. <laughs> on food. That's right, uh, and soft drinks and all that sort of sugar stuff. Drinks and chocolate. And yeah. I mean, yeah. trying to tell people how to live their lives, Ivan. Now, oh. you might notice that we have deliberately not mentioned uh, the no vote and the voice because Dr. Ben Fordham, MD, not managing Don too well at the minute, but <laughs> Dr. Ben Fordham is coming is on. Is he calling in? He's coming in to do, he's going to call in to do a special. That's two weeks in a row. But he, he, he's coming in to do a special recap of what he thinks right. the voice was about, okay. so I'm not going to steal his thunder mm. other than to say that if you reckon our campaign and uh, me saying to Boo, welcome to country, I, I was a bit bit stringent saying oh, that. I think you were. I, I was think stringent, you went no, over but line, I was yeah. only trying to get Don involved and get his attention. Oh, and, but his I would definitely right. say that uh, we should absolutely groan whenever it comes up because they have definitely started to pare back the welcome to country and what they say. I watched the boxing between Tim Zhu and Mr Mendoza the other day and yep. they, the bloke came in and he blew the didgeridoo and he did all that and he said, and then he modified what he said, he said, we are all Australians uh, and we let's enjoy the country and he modified absolutely his rhetoric, what he said and I've no doubt because people have had a gutful of welcome to country and they're starting to wind it back a bit. It's an anachronism. It is um, uh, the great day to celebrate is, uh, is uh, the great day to celebrate in this country is 26 is is um settlement day when settlement day which is known as australia day when someone in the middle of the 70s 70s a few centuries ago came in and made this country what it is today and we should all embrace it and uh, i noticed that their um uh the voice got soundly beaten uh soundly beaten all right but we're not going to do the voice until the doc comes no. Is that right? No, but it got soundly beaten. And my <laughs> only did. point about it is, although it got soundly beaten, I still think it was rigged or it would have got beaten by more because people have just fed up with it. And they, the, the, the people who were the yes voters said, well, we're going to have, we're going to, fly the Aboriginal flags at half-mast. Well that's, that's, well, that's good. We've got them halfway down. Let's get them right down to the bottom <laughs> and not fly them at all. And they said, we're going to have a week of silence. Well, a week. how fantastic is that? Let's have a year of silence and not talk about it. So uh, I'm not going to go on with it any, any more than that. But if you think our campaign is not having an effect, you are wrong. Yeah. We, have, I, we I, are ahead of the curve. All right. I like the fact that the place, the area that you live in, uh, I live in as well, had 75% of the yes vote, not the no vote, 
most people around here voted yes. That's all right. That's democracy. That's mm. democracy. But the overwhelming majority said this is nonsense, and it is. Now, uh, so we weren't going to speak about it. The doc's going to come on right. and speak about it. Yep. I noticed now, I'm just saying this now, this is just a couple of more topics. Um, Lane Beachley. Do you know who she is? Surfing? Yes. Have you ever surfed? Yes. Oh, I was oh. a gun surfer. A gun surfer back in the day, All right, in the 60s, I used, to, I used to surf Bells Beach if, when it was before it was famous. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Lane Beachley and Mark Eller have been elevated. The reason I bring this up is they've been elevated to legends of the Sports Australia Hall of Fame, not just Hall of Fame members, but legends. And Bob Skilton was elevated Bobby to a legend because he won three Brownlow medals. Now, I've got a question for you, Ivan. I know someone who has won four World Aerobic Championships. Mm. Four World Aerobic Championships yep. who is in the Sports Hall of Fame but not made a legend. Ha I, I, what, what, what stage do you think you'd make someone a legend who has won four World Aerobic Championships? Has this person been nominated? This, well, this is my point. This person probably hasn't been yeah. nominated. And if John Bertram is listening to this, maybe he could uh, get off his butt and look at people who could be nominated. What's, Ber what's Bertram got to do with this? Well, Bertram... He sits on a committee or something. Yeah, he, he sort of runs it. And um, maybe he could also take an interest in the fact that Gymnastics Australia has allowed trans people to... Uh, become part of Gymnastics Australia when 98% of the people who do gymnastics in Australia are under the age of 12. But we've got trans people infiltrating the uh, sport and using the change rooms. So um, I'll just say, uh, someone who's won four World Aerobic Championships might actually start to be considered to be a legend of the Australian Sports Hall of Flame. Flame. Fame. <laughs> Easy yeah. for you to say. Mm. Yeah. And no, we won't I mention think, who well, it you is. You just need to go through the process. Yeah, we wouldn't, we wouldn't mention who that person is, Ivan, but if you thought... Well, it'd be easy to look up on the internet. Yeah. yeah why don't you look up? I'll give you, I'll give you the person's initials. Sue Stanley. See if you can work out who it is. Uh, right, so... Um, All right, speaking, speaking of um, sports... Yeah, um, the Olympics. We noticed we're not talking about the, the, the voice. Do you notice? No, we're, we're not. Keeping... No, I'm waiting for the doc. When's he calling in? Well, he's calling. Oh no, he's he's, he's calling in. It doesn't matter because uh, time will mean nothing when this goes. Uh, when we download this, Ivan, yeah, yeah, right. he'll be calling in. And we have got. How how about this for a coup? We have got one of the most prominent and eminent industrial. Sports innovators and entrepreneurs coming in to chat about racing and all other things, Ooh. and doesn't do any interviews. And but poor old Don's not here. Gracious, well, Don, that's exactly right. He's, He's on uh, long service leave. If you're listening, Don's on long. Not Don, not Don's not listening because he doesn't know how to. <laughs> I said, you ever listen back to our uh, podcast? He said, I don't know how to download it. Uh, so um, he won't be listening. But if you've just tuned in don's on long service leave very very long service leave and um uh so i thought i might play this to you no i won't play this to you will i play no. this about bill maher now will i do that i'll do that later all right this I'll, I'll so do we allude to cryptic, cryptic this business to person could be my pardon? Do we allude to who this business no, person... We'll, well, no, we'll, we'll do it later. Because he's going to be an interviewee. Right. And he's coming in and it's a great coup because he doesn't do interviews oh. with anyone. But he heard that you were here and Don wasn't, <laughs> so he's come in. No, he didn't. That's I know good. nothing about thoroughbreds uh, or so, racing. So you were going to mention something you yep, said? Yep, cricket. So, you know, cricket for the Olympics is going to be... Uh, yeah, one of the sports. Yeah, well, that, that'll spell the end of the Olympics. The Olympics <laughs> have turned themselves into just a Mickey Mouse competition. And, yeah. That is ridiculous. Uh, what about tennis, golf, it's all bullshit. Yeah, so this is for the 2024 mm, Olympics. Cricket. Skateboarding. That's pretty handy when half the world doesn't play it. Yeah. Mm. Skateboarding. That's mm. another one. Yep. Surfing. Yep. Breakdancing. Yep. yep. Uh, we're just not happy about that. Yeah, no, we just should call it an Estetford. 
not the Olympics. Just and then, of course, and then if some of these sports go to come in, you've got to take some away. So these are the ones. This is starting mm. to get a little bit woke. Pistol shooting. That's one of the ones they're looking at removing. Fencing. Now I reckon fencing's been in forever and a day. Boxing. They don't what, like what, boxing. What sort of fly? What fencing a with fence? swords? No. Oh, no, I see. Not no, not right, out. Not out the bush. And show jumping. Yeah. How's that? Mm. That would be something to do with horses, possibly. I reckon it would be, uh, <laughs> Ivan, yeah. But they Ivan, they have to have demonstration sports, different ones, because yep. they've got to freshen up and change up, and they're looking at audience participation and everything like that. So you look at maybe fencing, maybe on the decline in participation rates around the world. Um, but one interesting thing that the actual Olympics is going to do, they are looking at starting a new Olympics in eSports. So Did what, you know that? computer games? Yep, eSports, which yeah, is right. a massive and oh, it's just yeah. going to be all... Sp- and big money. The, yeah, but the, the probably key thing, it's not instead of the war games that all the kids play, it's actually sporting games, so yeah. like there might be something in soccer or something on eSports. So they're going to make a whole Olympics. Well, they're, they're evolving the to e-sports. make it relevant to the changing times. So, uh, do you so know instead of a plus-size day, we might need ever, a plus-size month. Has anyone ever said to you, either both of you, has anyone ever said, look... Would you like to come out to dinner tonight? And they said, no, I can't. I'm going to uh, fencing tonight. I've got a fencing comp on. Is, have you ever met anyone that does fencing? Yeah, my little cousin over in uh, New York. Smart There you go. You, she does fencing. Does She's she? very good at it. Is she? Yep. Uh, on <laughs> Next go. question. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, uh, you reckon... Um, no, it's probably the average... Aussie probably doesn't do well, much fencing. See, I was in the Olympics in 88 in water skiing, where water skiing was a demonstration sport. So whether they get in or not, it, they have to put new sports in. So they will do it, um, but whether or not they stick or whatever they um, get yeah, in right. is so a diff- might, totally different yep. scenario. So so we're trying to skirt around uh, not mentioning the voice, so we're just doing some... <laughs> uh, we'll do the shout-outs in a minute, and we'll do uh, also... Now, he, he, have a listen to this now. Now, uh, this staggered me. Uh, the... Uh, Eddie Maguire. Eddie Maguire rescued Collingwood from when it was in an abyss. It was down and out. He rescued it 25 years ago, yep. maybe longer, and got them to their headquarters. Is that, is that the glass house where the old Olympic Stadium uh, yeah, swimming that's right. pool was? Yep. Got the headquarters there, state-of-the-art training facility, resurrected that club, turned Victoria Park into a... Um, uh, in, 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 in like a real facility. A real facility and it helped underprivileged, he arranged for underprivileged people to go there and be fed and all that sort of stuff. So uh, went to the grand final and saw his great side win and I was sitting next to Jeff Brown um, and I said, um, yeah, I said, did you enjoy the grand final? He said, yeah. He said, um, I said, who won the best and fairest at Collingwood this year? He said, I don't know. He said, I wasn't invited. I said, you, you weren't invited to the Collingwood Best and Fairest. How <laughs> could you believe? Now, what, what? so you'd have some person, I was going to say girl, you'd have some young man or some young woman in the office who'd mm-hmm. be doing the lists of invitees and they wouldn't even know who he was. Uh, what a disgrace that he wouldn't get invited. As it turned out, he was overseas at the time, but that doesn't matter. Wouldn't you think you'd invite someone who uh, uh, salvaged the club? Wouldn't surely he would have like a gold pass? You could just walk into the facilities, but you wouldn't. Uh, hours a day. You would never. People wouldn't do that, Ivan. People who uh, wouldn't take that on themselves just to walk in. You'd like to be invited, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah. Well, or you yes. wouldn't just turn up unless you were unless Clive you, Palmer, maybe. No, unless you were. Incidentally, who, how how did you how did you meet Eddie? What was the very very first time? You met Eddie. Mm. He ran. He, um, like, now I don't know. You've. I think you've told me, but I don't know if this was on air or. No, oh, I met. I met him talking. when I was pl- playing football. And he was a reporter for Channel Ten, and he um, um, wanted to interview me about something. When I, when I, I got on well with him, and I took him. We went to Silver's Nightclub. He was just a young yeah. lad, and I <laughs> led him astray down there and loaded him up with grog and booze. Yeah. And um, he uh, piloted his car home. No, he didn't. Uh, and um, I uh, got on well with him. And then, really, the next it's time I um, 
spoke to him is when he rang me up and said, we're starting a show called The Footy Show. Would you like to? We think you'd be good on it. All right. So you uh, met so him that when was he was the a reporter. first mistake he made, uh, <laughs> is associating me uh, with that show. Uh, so that's how I met him. And he's a very good man and he's a star. And he is the best on-camera performer and host and anchorman in the world. I, I, I know you think that's a big statement. But he is. Just look around at who does it and who rehearses and who has an idiot sheet and who has yeah, an auto cue yep. and who gets coached. He doesn't do any he of doesn't that. He does it straight off the top. And if you want a better example of how he did that, that live broadcast that he did for the Shane Warne Memorial at the MCG, which went to about two billion people over the world, straight off the top of his head. He rehearsed it, but he yep. had to do it and nail it. On the night yep. because it wasn't recorded. That's definitely absolutely a brilliant. Yep. So, so that's that man who didn't get invited to the Collingwood Best and Fairest. Now, that's if a bit Collingwood rough. people listening to this, they'll say, "Ah, you, you don't know what you're talking about. That's absolute nonsense." He did get invited, and if he did, well, good on you. But um, I don't think he did. Mind you, he didn't tell me, um, but I don't think he did. So, um, just so we we haven't mentioned the voice. We're not going to mention the voice because uh, what we said about the voice is we've been spot on and they're welcome to country. Oh, they don't like that. They don't like being oh, wrong. Oh, no, and the uh, flags are flying at half-mast. I know the Mildura Base Hospital is flying a flag at half-mast. They've got the Australian flag up and the it's, it's full-mast and the half-standard is the Aboriginal flag because they're sad. The poor little bedwetters. <laughs> the bedwetters and well, the dribblers are sad because it didn't get up. Oh, it's too dude. bad Phoebe's not here because she could tell us if oh, the, no. the flags are half-mast over the Westgate Bridge. Yeah. I think <laughs> they were at half-mast. How pathetic. But that was for a different reason. So they can just start co to take coincidental. The they can start to take the, all the graffiti that they adorned the St John's... What's the church on the corner of uh, Flinders Street and... St. Yeah, not St. Pat's, the other no, one. No, St. John's. Paul's. St. Paul's. Paul's. There you go. They had that graffitied up, so the yes yeah. vote, the, the Melbourne City Council have got yes votes up everywhere. They can take all that graffiti down and they can stop pandering and being sycophantic to nonsense. That's uh, yep, showing but we're not going to talk about the voice. No, we're not talking <laughs> about the voice. Uh, you won't love play what Bill Maher. Bill Maher is a, um, if he was in Australia, he'd be a Labor supporter, but he is a Democrat I mean, he's not a Democrat, he's a Dem Democrat supporter, doesn't like Trump, and he has a podcast, very successful podcast. You want to, I'll play you what he said, and he might have been listening to us, uh, but I certainly wasn't listening to him because I'd never heard him say it, but you wait till we play that to the doc. Right. Uh, when he comes have you on. ever not voted? Do you, do no, you always, you always vote? always vote, yes, because yes, it's, it's the law. Right? I'm well, no, law-abiding citizens. You can do a donkey vote or you can go in and... Well, that's voting. You got to turn up and do you it. You got to turn up. I just didn't want to pay the fine of thirty bucks. How long? How much fine is it? I don't know. Anyhow, uh, so 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 we're deliberately not speaking about the <laughs> voice. Um, I know the hobo is still in residence on um, Beaconsfield Parade. Does the she have a emotional support animal with her? Uh, oh, <laughs> has she? <laughs> no, oh, I don't know. I know. Uh, the reason why I say that is because. Um, I was saw on the news and there was a person, this is only in America, an emotional support animal was brought into a Philadelphia Phillies game, baseball game, and the animal, wait for it, was an alligator. I've seen that man <laughs> with the alligator. That's cr and how would yeah. you, how, why would you let someone get away with that? Because they'll, they'll be litigious. They'll take someone to court and say, I can't go anywhere Anywhere without the alligator. Without the alligator. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Uh, 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 what's that? Are you showing me something? It's $92 a fine from Victoria for not voting. $92. Yeah. $92. Is and it different different states? Probably would be. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing so because it said Victoria. Yeah. So in Victoria here, it's 92. And how 92. many didn't vote? 2.8 million? 2.6, yeah, 2.6, 2.8 million. 85% in of the enrolled people only voted. So 15% didn't. So why wouldn't you vote? Why wouldn't you... Not vote, honestly. Because you can't be bothered going down, standing in a queue and uh, doing it. You'd well, just rather pay the 98 bucks. That's, that's the other thing too. The queues were like two, three hours on the day. Yeah, well, there you are. Just uh, now, now, just I mentioned the uh, Zoo Mendoza fight. 
um, yep. and then welcome to the country, the man who blew the didgeridoo, yep. but was very, very good about um, uh, saying we're all Australians yep. and let's all get together and let's be one and all that, and he did that. Yep. Uh, uh, the people who commentate on the fights, Jeff Fennick's good man, I like Jeff yep. Fennick, yep. uh, but the fight had been going for 10 seconds and um, they said, oh, Mendoza's on the, ag- he's the aggressor. How, how would you decide that in, uh, in the in first 10, 10 seconds? seconds. Uh, maybe because he put out a jab. It was a very one-sided fight. People said it was a great fight. It was yep. absolutely Tim Zhu was in another class uh, and probably be a world champion with a bit of luck. Uh, but they went for 12 rounds or they threw the towel in after. But it was just, he just, I think he was stringing him out. Yeah, it's uh, not a, Tim. It's not, yeah, it's not a sport that um, you'd want your kids to go into, that's for sure. Hmm. Yes. And um, I noticed that um, the man who did blow the didgeridoo and gave the welcome to country, mm. in the end he said exactly, almost exactly, we're not mentioning the voice, but he did <laughs> mention exactly what Pauline Hansen said. Pauline Hansen said, yep. today we are one nation, one country and one mob. That's what she said after the no vote got up. And the man who did the welcome to country at the Tim almost parroted those words. He said, we're one country, one nation, and we're all together. So they have modified what they say now because of the campaign that's been started by some people to have the welcome to country (laughs) modified and probably wiped away altogether because it's unnecessary. It's a divisive thing and that's what the whole thing about The Voice was. But you're not talking about The Voice. And, and, and the Prime Minister no. and Alan Joyce, are they, not Alan, what's his name? Mr and Mr Joyce. They yeah, should, Alan Joyce. His name Alan? Yeah. No, yes. his name's not Alan, is it? Yeah, Alan, Alan Joyce, yeah, that's it. Who was the coach of Hawthorne? He was Alan, Alan Joyce, Joyce too, wasn't he? Yeah, Two right. Alan Joyces. There's three Mr and Mr <laughs> Joyces. Holy hell. Ah, shit. Well, there we are. So, uh, Alan, it's not Alan Joyce. It's, um, um, no, it's not Alan yeah, Joyce. Yeah. Hang on. All right. Look, Is it? You give me a second. I'll Google it. What was There'll be all the listeners will be going, the, screaming the at, at this going, yes, coach. it was Alan Joyce. Alan Joyce was, all right, Mr and Mr Joyce. Maybe I've got the Alan other Mr. J- maybe I've got the other Mr Joyce that he's married to. Alan Joyce, yeah. Irish Australian oh, businessman, they call yeah, it. Yeah, businessman. Not yeah. to be confused with He's Alan been Joyce. Called back to uh, appear before the Senate the for uh, stuffing Qantas up. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. Now, anything else? Oh, now we're going to do the shout-outs because we're not mentioning the voice. Uh, yeah, we're not all mentioning right. the voice because uh, a well, very important person coming on. This is Mick Christian. Now, incidentally, <sighs> look, Mick, I don't know if there's any hats left uh, because the no vote was fantastic. You can still get no. Vote hats, just ha- caps, our caps with no on them. Yep. And I don't know if there's why would any... You, why would you need one now? Oh, just, just to, to show, just reinforce. to stick it up people okay. to say, yep. you bled on about it all. <laughs> oh, and, uh, but we're not talking about that. Yeah, what about that, you know, the, and, and they're saying now that they're saying now that there was a young girl on... The, reporter on the ABC who said, oh, Indigenous people now should not be so friendly to white people. Can you believe she said that? Uh, maybe that would be a good job for that um, piece of pig's vomit who spat on <laughs> one of the uh, no voters. Yeah, how would she be feeling Denise now? Denise Ferris. Uh, how, how, how she hasn't been sacked from the Australian National University is be, beyond me. And uh, maybe she could... Um, uh, yeah, they sort of didn't play out too well for her. No, it didn't play out too well for anyone because it was bogus, the whole thing, and uh, the Prime Minister should resign forthwith for wasting $400 million worth of our money. Could have put that into much better, much better uh, use uh, by uh, shoring up some of the uh, things that the Aboriginal community might lead, need, like community like centres houses. and um, counselling yeah, and houses and jobs, yes, uh, of course. But that's uh, obvious to say that. That is obvious. I won't, right. mention, what, I won't mention what Bill Maher said, um, but I'll do that later. Um, um, so shout-outs now. The, the CAPS, the CAPS, Sue and uh, Ivan, and uh, Don's on uh, long service leave, um, they still, there might be some signature caps with Don's signature on it. You know, remember we, the Mick uh, Christian menswear.com up your coit. He, um, 
he got us to sign them. And you signed one, Ivan, even though it's your name's not Ivan. Yep. And uh, Ben Fordham, Dr. Ben, ben signed them. Rex signed them. Rex, Imagine yep. if you could get Rex and Don's signature on hats because they're not here. Are they Unreal. what collector's items they'd be? So well, you can still remembering get them. the first one went for nine hundred dollars. Nine hundred dollars. So you can still get them from, and you can get the t-shirts and the stubby holders with "You cannot be serious." It's it's huge. It's huge. And these are some of the shout-outs. Uh, uh, this is um, uh, Mick Christian's uh, shout out, please, to Ned Quirk, who's having his bucks party this weekend at Bowen Heads. Ned. And his mates will be wearing the SAS caps. That's smart as Sam caps, not the uh, not the not the elite fighting group. Isn't that an elite fighting group? SAS. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's no. right. Have you Sam. been watching that on TV? Uh, what's that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch TV other than the news? Uh, what? You've been watching SAS on TV? No. What is it? Well, exactly what you just said. It has celebrities doing SAS no, training. I, I, I didn't competition. say that. I just said it's an elite fighting group. Exactly, elite well, fighting I, group. I didn't exactly say that. I, when you said it's celebrities doing it. Yeah. Well, who's doing it? What well, did they uh, do? Anthony Mundine. I think he just walked I off think the show Shane last Warne's week. son did it, didn't he? Yes, Jackson. he did. Yeah, yeah, he did too. He did too. So what did they do? So they do all the SAS training, you know. They they go up with on with a view to what winning it or competition. Yeah, or what? they do a ten k run and um, people who don't run and that you got to do it with packs on. It'd be tough. Jump into ice baths well, it would be absolutely. Tough. I could see you doing that. Not well, you see me. <laughs> I'd, I'd trip over SAS, the white line. Get yeah. into the get incidentally. Into the have you ever been asked to do these reality shows like Big Brother or Dancing with the Stars or? Uh, yeah, I don't know what else. Uh, what I've else? Been, is I've there been there? asked to do Dancing with the Stars, but I wasn't. Really? When I was asked last year, I wasn't capable of doing <laughs> it because my ankle had a crook angle. Yeah, you pulled a heartstring. Bit of a cripple. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say something about um, SAS. No, oh, oh, the Alzheimer's has kicked in. Oh, it has <laughs> kicked in. Oh, no, because you interrupted me. Oh, oh boo hoo. She <laughs> was. Um, uh, so SAS caps, uh, the, uh, and says so this is Ned and his mates will be wearing the SAS caps as they do, do as they do their their pub crawl around the Bellarine Peninsula. Oh, that'll be great for the people in the Bellarine Peninsula to see pissed people walking around with SAS caps. <laughs> also to Jack and Jill, Jack and Jill, yep, Jack and Jill from Tassie, T- who from Tasmania, Jack and Jill Tub, T U B from. Alfred, Alfred Ton, Alfredton, in Victoria. Have you ever heard of Alfredton? Elfington. Elfington. Yeah, no, yeah. Alfred, Alfred Ton, A L F R E D T O N, Alfredton, no. in Victoria. They never miss a podcast, and tell Sammy to keep. Oh, yeah, saying as it is, and also Doug Wade. Great guest of ours here and a great friend of mine and the grateful Ford from Geelong in the 60s and 70s for North Melbourne and Geelong. It was his 82nd, bir- 82nd birthday last Monday and um, I didn't realise that so Doug's brother listens to this and uh, he'll pass on. I'm not sure if Doug listens but maybe he does. He'll pass on the fact that we said happy 82nd birthday to the great Doug Wade. Very now good. that's that and... Uh, and Elfrington. Suburb of Ballarat. There you go. Thank you, Don. There you go. Uh, and um, uh, <laughs> and um, so I I uh, kept, I see people in the street as well, and they say to me, "Oh, because they some of them know me already, and some of them yeah, maybe recognise me from the Instagram thing." And they they say to me, "Oh, say hello to Sammy for me." And I said to them, "I've started saying to people if you." If you saw Sam, what would you ask him? And then, so I've got four things written down here that they would, oh, these people come would... prepared. I yeah, I've got a little you, note. You're a leg here. up from Don who comes in here for three years and never had anything prepared, but he's on yeah. long service leave. He is. All right, so one of the things is peop, uh, this person, I won't read out the names, but why football? So What? Why football? So What do you mean why you're football? You're very good at football, so people say. But if you weren't going to do football, what would you have done? 
Oh, just one of these Dorothy Dix questions. They are. They are. Mm. Well, th- hang well, on. These how, are from the listeners. How would I know what I would have done? What would I have liked to have done? Yeah. I'd like to have been a top-class golfer, like a serious golfer. Yeah. Or I'd like to have uh, done a <laughs> Or done something. Done All right. T- we'll, we'll move show. along. Second one. I'll just bang these away. All right. Um, well, let's not discuss them he, too much. He has cars. Does he have motorbikes? I've had two motorbikes in my career, a Yamaha... Yep. 650 and a Quacker Kawasaki 900. There we go. So that, mm, I can that rules out. still have a motorbike licence. Not sure that I'd get on a bike with me today. <laughs> but I, uh, I, the last All time right. I rode a that motorbike, was question have three. a listen to this. The last time yeah. I rode a motorbike, do you remember the panel operator that used to be here? Who the got rocket. really annoyed when I called him a panel <laughs> operator, but he was a good man. The producer. Well, he was a, he was a good man. <laughs> uh, Rod Law was here yeah. and I took him... Because he has a scooter. Yep. At the time, yep. He has a scooter. He, I don't know if he's got a car in him still <laughs> to this day, but he had a scooter. Yeah. And he had a P, He wasn't allowed to take ride with a pillion passenger. But I have a motorbike licence, and I took him to the tennis, the Australian Open, when the traffic <laughs> was horrendous. I'd never ridden a bike for... 40 years, Jeez. and I said, I'll drive you, you can get yeah. on the back. So yeah. we, I drove him in on the bike, bike. what a hairy trip that was, <laughs> uh, drove him to the tennis uh, on, on the back of, he sat on the back because he wasn't allowed to take a pillion passenger, but I have my full licence and I drove him into the tennis. That's the last that time I rode a, a motorbike, that, well, or a bike that was um, four years ago, I reckon. <laughs> now you just succumbed to push bikes, have you? <laughs> no, that's, I, I, that's, I don't think I even ride a push bike. And the fourth question, oh, fourth. do you believe in UFOs? Do you believe in UFOs? That's what one person asked. Anyway, you're thinking. Well, well, well Do you believe? Of course, because yeah, all right. don't you see things in just the question. sky and you think, what is that? Now yeah. I tell you what, I, right. I, now I tell you this, I, I can show you this. I have a um, the little the little dog box that I live in looks out over the skyline of Melbourne and I every morning before the sun comes up I see this bright light in the sky and I thought that's got to be a weather balloon and I I can show you a picture on my phone I'll show you and I looked at it and I said to someone it's not a plane no, no. it's uh, I no. thought it was an unidentified I thought it was a weather balloon Balloon, balloon or a Chinese yep. spy yeah, yeah. balloon, <laughs> and I'll show you what it is. I'm, I'll show you what it is. Uh, uh, so I'm showing you this. That's it there. See, you can see it. That's it there. And then I took a. That's it there. Enlarged. You know what that is? No. What that is, is Venus. Oh, that is the planet. Geez, that's a good. That is the planet. No, uh, that's why it's always there in the same spot. That's exactly <laughs> right. See that there? That's that's it there. And I th- I yeah. look at it and I think. That is a weather balloon. And yep. I, I took a, an enlarged photo of it and someone said, you fool, mm. that's Venus. I, could you believe that? How far is Venus away? 600 million miles? I don't know. How far. 600 miles, yeah. 600, 600 miles. Yeah. Fascinates me that you were just looking out your window, just looking up at the sky. Well, Sue, uh, I, I wasn't in bed looking for work. <laughs> I was lying there on my own, on my back. And I just looking woke into up. the stars. And I looked out the window, and it was, there's, there's it's that dark. Damn and I light saw, again. I saw this bloody light. I watched. I saw it for three days in a row, and I thought, "It's not a reflection." I wondered what it was. And for three days, you were just wondering what it was. Just it was doing your heading, was it? <laughs> it was. I was lying there. And I thought, "How can that weather balloon be in the same spot?" Yep. I thought it was a plane coming yeah, towards you, but it never you. moved. Yeah, and if it's coming towards you, you wouldn't know if yeah. it's moving or not because it's coming towards you. But when it got no bigger and no smaller and it didn't deviate, I thought, "What is that?" And did, it's it's Venus. Did you wake up like the next day and the next day and the next day and go, "I wonder if that light's there." I'm going to get <laughs> <He> up <did>. early. <laughs> Uh, you idiot! Moving I, along, I, I, you, you can't see it. You can only see it when it's dark because yep. the sun obviously. Ref- I don't know how how you can see it, but when the sun comes up, you can't see it because it disappears in the light. No, it's t- still there, isn't it? You just how do we get it. onto that? Do no, I believe in no UFOs? That's uh, <laughs> yeah. well, uh, so All I right. believed, and that was a UFO until someone there told me go. it was. Venus. Well, that person that asked me that to relay that, there we go. That's for you. So. 
just in case, uh, Kate Save. Uh, do you remember Kate Save from BeFit Food? She was uh, trying to get contestants to enter a competition. I don't know. I haven't got any update from Kate. But BeFit Food have got tremendous specials on Sue. Did you know that? Do you eat any of Kate Save's food? I have tried it, yes, absolutely. They're, they're good if you come home and you can't be bothered cooking, so... That's it, uh, which is uh, every day of the year for me. <laughs> and uh, so Ivan, you wouldn't have eaten it. Now, I'll tell you what someone All told me. All those dim sim balls. I'll tell you, I've got a question for you, uh, Ivan. Um, yeah. We've managed to speak for three quarters of an hour without mentioning the voice. Did I... Uh, uh, did, without mentioning Jeez. the voice. Um, um, someone said they saw you coming out. I don't know if this is true or not. Someone said they saw you coming out of a, a thing called, I think it's called Gutfit. And oh. I, I looked up Gutfit. <laughs> I looked up Gutfit on the um, website, and Gutfit is a colonic <laughs> irrigation uh, business. Uh, do, you Ivan. Have, do you have colonic irrigations, Ivan? I. No, don't. <laughs> no comment. Well, why would you comment? Well, Plenty of people. Uh, Princess Di used to have. Did she? Yeah, they used to stick a pipe up her <laughs> oat and um, quite regularly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did. Does she? Well, all right. I'll tell us how it works, Ive. <laughs> and uh, who, yeah, who, right. who is the proprietor? So there's a. All right. I don't know if she wants me to. Um, Elaborate on why this. wouldn't she? Which that's her oh, business, yeah, okay? That's not not illegal. People go in no, there, no, it's not illegal. Their, uh, what happens? And I then, mean, um, actually, just tell us how you pr- go in, you <laughs> open the door to gut fit, and then what? <laughs> and then someone says, Oh, are you here for a colonic irrigation? Oh, well, you wouldn't be there for a pie and sauce, <laughs> would you? Of course, you'd go in and there. I, I said, Uh, yes, but look, I've never done this before, I have no idea what's no, going on. Don't st- just tell me what happens. You went there to yeah. have a colonic irrigation, yep. so you'll buy. By yourself, you do everything yourself. So there's no one coming around. What do you mean? <laughs> coming do around with yourself. The, so you there's a um, an instrument. What? There's a uh, there's fool. a table. There's a table, Ivan. and you sit on. <laughs> what is? What? Have a listen to you, Dad. I'll tell you what. I'll colonic irrigation. You <laughs> have you done in. it? Of course, I've done it. All right. You go okay. in. I, I only did it because the person who runs the business, a woman called Kathy Purcell, yes, yeah, is a I friend met her. of mine. She's very nice. Yes, yep. that's right. Well, why couldn't you mention any of that? What do you mean she well, wouldn't want her it, name yeah. mentioned? This is gut fit. It's called. And you go in it is. and you lie on a a, 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 a fiberglass trough. Yep. And they stick a pipe up your ass. No, they, you do it yourself. You do it yourself. Well, well, I'm I, sorry. I had the oh, you had I the had different the experience. Treatment where she uh, <laughs> lubricated the pipe. No, it's it's all done pri- in the privacy oh, of the well, room. I've you been, do it I've yourself. Been duped. Anyway, uh, I had a whole crew of people stand there. You paid tickets. They had people in front row seats. No, suits that's looking at not. This. <laughs> Anyhow, no, they don't. So you stick a pipe up your oort, and then uh, the, uh, yeah. the, uh, the the assistant. Whoever comes in and uh, checks checks to see that the water is not yep. too hot, or you'll yep. burn the yep. living crap out of <laughs> crap. You'll <laughs> burn your ass, ass cheeks. Uh, they'll be you won't be able to sit down for a week. Uh, so, and mind you, it's pain free. Like you don't. So, you it, don't it, what? Is, tell us notice. about the sensation when the water starts <laughs> going into your stomach. Yeah, it just feels like you want to go to the toilet all the time. That's right, and of course yeah. you do. And you, you well, and, and you, you do, can, and you can see it. Yeah, they have if a you want. transparent pipe. Yeah, and Just you can watch all all the poo come out of your body. Yeah, yeah it's a great day, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's a it's a good hour or so. Yeah, and then they put uh, they have the uh, the coffee. They have you had Co- the uh, coffee colonic enema? Yeah, yeah. Well, why couldn't you explain all that? Why am I doing it? Yeah, no, I just uh, seem to be tripping over you, myself. Yeah, how'd you feel when you got out? <laughs> Um, a little feel, bit lighter, um, yeah. About five Has kilos. Has it done you lighter? any good? Yeah, no, it it does. <coughs> well, there we are. So, um, yeah. I would say, uh, yeah, probably you don't. So you put the pipe up your bottom yourself, did you? you? Do. Yep. Oh, and you had someone do it for you. Oh, Christ, <laughs> I had people volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is it, in yeah. In reality, it well, is a, it is a good thing, well, and, I and I tried to get a booking, and is very, very popular. So very popular, yeah, is it? Lots of people do it. Okay, well, all right, well, that's that's fantastic. <laughs> so, um, glad we got onto that. So we're not mentioning uh, the voice because uh, um, 
just you mentioned about um, you mean, uh, the Melbourne uh, people just cannot help themselves. The Melbourne Marathon was run last Sunday, and everyone who ran and it got a medal. Mm. And the ribbon oh. on the the ribbon, just, people just can't help themselves. The pandering and the sycophantic crap. All the ribbons had uh, snakes and lizards and were decked out in indigenous art. No, that's all right. Oh, that's wh- okay. Why? Why not just have an Australian flavour for the Melbourne Marathon? What do you have to keep pandering to it all for? It's just, it, it's just. Well, it stands out in the Why cupboard. Why aren't we there all just one people? What do you do that for? <laughs> they can't help themselves. Seriously. The day well, of silence. Well, what a, we'll have to have a year of silence. It would be yep. fantastic. So we're not mentioning the voice. <laughs> no, we won't talk and, about that. Um, uh, the, 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 um, so you obviously didn't run on the Melbourne Marathon. I so didn't run on it. You didn't. I can't run, you can't let, run let alone run 42K. Uh, I ran across the road the other day when I thought I was going to be run <laughs> over by a car. First time I've run for five years. Now, Ivan, uh, so fresh from... Are you having a colonic today? No, no, yeah, not you today. You should go and get all no, the shit maybe. out of here. Yeah. Uh, because you've been mate. speaking it mainly for <laughs> three quarters of an hour. Uh, all right, well, now we're going to wind this down and we've got a... Um, ben Fordham, MD, is coming on to speak about The Voice. Notice we haven't spoken about The Voice. No, we won't I, do I'm that. I'm going to play you this just before he comes on because I'm just going to play you this to finish. Uh, th- this is... I- I'll do this now. This is this is a bloke called Bill Maher. All right. And he's Uh-oh. a podcaster in America. All right. And, uh, and he... Have a listen to this. This is, this is what he said and he is no fan of... Uh, He's a he'd be a Labour man, but have a have a listen to this. This is him, and he's very popular. If I can do it, oh. hang on, just a minute. <laughs> hang on a minute. Well I'm going to get it yep. up and running yep. again. I'm going to get it up and running again. Just a minute. Here he goes. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Just a minute. I'm going to just where's, do it again. Where's the rocket? People of the Chumash tribe. Oh no! I've got. No, you got to absolutely. We need it from the start. So he's he's a podcaster. What he's a podcaster. People who start every public event now with one of those land acknowledgments, where they say, "I'm standing on land that was stolen from the proud indigenous people of the Chumash tribe." I say, either give it back or shut the fuck up. Well, could we have said it better ourselves? That's that's Bill Maher not talking about our welcome to country. He's talking about the crap they go on with America, although they don't do it as badly as us. No, they don't. People have had a gutful of it. We are all one tribe of people. Tribe, I use the word advisedly. And... Um, of why they keep dividing us, and that's what The Voice was about. It was a divisive document div- designed to do exactly what it, uh, it was designed to do, and that's divide us, but people rejected it out of hand. And that's it, and we're winding it up now, and I'm turning this on here, and that's it. Any, any other comments? Just 